welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am an award-winning business and mindset coach and serial entrepreneur having scaled five successful businesses. I bring my unique and deep perspectives on helping you unleash your unique superpowers and build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast today. I have a very special guest. I have Emma, the founder of Your Reformer, and you have likely seen me sharing my beautiful Reformer on my Instagram or even heard me talk about it on this podcast. Emma is the founder of Your Reformer, and she has founded six Pilates studios in the past, but is now focusing on scaling and building this incredible e-commerce business. So, They manufacture their own Pilates reformer beds and ship them Australia-wide and soon to be international, as you'll hear on the podcast. But there are obviously so many challenges that go along with building out a brand new product-based business, but also the logistics, the building out of an app, the lessons, all of the things involved in creating a business and finding a way to make it happen through all of the challenges. So let's get into the episode. Hello, Emma. I am so excited to have you on the podcast. I've been listening to you on my Your Reformer app for a little while now, but it's great to be able to have you on the podcast and just chat about your incredible business that you've built. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So people probably have seen on my Instagram so far, but the beautiful reformer machine that I now have in my home was your creation. And so I've had a lot of messages actually from people in my world saying, what a bloody great business idea or what a great like business model. So take us back to where it started, where this idea started and how you built this business up to now. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We get a lot, we get that a lot too in terms of such a great idea. You know, I'm so glad you're doing this. And it really is just kind of one of those things that just kind of organically evolved just over real real problems that you have. And I think that's the best thing for, you know, any kind of startup business is going, what's the problem that someone has and how can I provide a solution for that? And I'm the perfect target market. So literally... Um, we, previous to this business, we owned a chain of gyms and, and, and Pilates studios. And obviously in, in Melbourne with COVID, we had some significant lockdowns here and we rented out our reformer beds during those lockdowns and it was incredibly popular. We did classes as part of that. And when it came time to reopen after each lockdown, Members were loving um, having their bed at home and they, you know, they were asking us, oh, do you need all of the beds back? Can we please keep ours? I really loved having the convenience. And I knew firsthand as well, I was lucky enough to have a bed in my home. And obviously being a Pilates instructor, I knew what I was doing, but getting busier and busier over the period with now a four-year-old and then we've just had another one who's now 14 months juggling like even just trying to get out and keep an appointment is hard enough so we had to have 
your favorite type of movement in your home for that convenience and keep that space, not just for physical well-being, but mental well-being and just be able to go, it's me time, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes in a time that works for me um, was amazing. And then couple that with obviously a cost-saving benefit. You know, it's quite expensive to go to multiple classes a week to be able to have that there at home when you're watching your budget particularly as a mum maybe you're not working as much as well it becomes you know it's quite important it becomes difficult to spend money on yourself as well you know all of those things just kind of bubbled up to go you know this is actually a really cool concept to to go how can we make it more accessible for more people how can I help others enjoy the benefit of what I've been enjoying having a bed in my home yeah So it's such an incredible idea. And obviously, even post-COVID, there is so much value. I mean, I'm very much an introvert. I love being at home. So it's very handy having my machine at home. And everything is just so clean. Like everything is just so streamlined, so well done. Even shipping and the logistics of such a big product like a Pilates bed What were some of the challenges that you faced in terms of, okay, I've got this great idea because I feel like a lot of people have ideas or see a need in the market, but the reality of getting it to market is actually quite a challenge. So what were some of the challenges that you faced along the way? For starters, it's actually going and doing it. So I think a lot of people have ideas, but there is a fear factor of putting yourself out there or actually doing that what if I fail that fear of that and it's a very real fear and I guess you don't know what you don't know unless you try so for me having been very passionate about what it is that we do you know I was really keen to at least give it a go and we're fortunate enough that we've got 13 years behind us in business so we were able to kind of fast track a lot of the things that you learn along the way, but we've had those learnings with that business as well. So I think, you know, even this one, you said that logistics piece, being able to ship such a huge product (laughs) has been huge learning curves and there's been lots of challenges. But for us it was about firstly partnering and bringing into the fold people who support the business goals and, and align with the business values and then Just being okay with, I mean, customer service and communication is huge. So what I would say is as long as you're authentic and able to own mistakes when mistakes are going to be made and communicate with your customers about what's going on, that's been a big part with logistics. We've certainly had, you know, delays with COVID, the beds even arriving, and then, you know, delays with logistic companies that have um, been short-staffed and things like that. And as long as you're keeping people informed along the way, that's that's huge. So the challenges have been what we didn't know, but I guess going in eyes wide open, being open to learning and knowing that we don't know everything has been one of the biggest lessons. And it's just having that mindset of call it above the line or below the line mindset, so above the line that kind of, I guess, most people hear about the half um, glass, half full mindset. So being in that positive state and thinking, okay, I've got a problem, how do I solve it? As opposed to, oh no, (laughs) we've got a problem here and sort of hide away from it or get defensive or on the back back foot and be negative about it. Um, And that becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah. One of my favourite mottos that I've always lived by is like, if there's a will, 
there is a way. Like there's always a way because people have made it happen. doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but there's always a way. So I love that you took probably one of the most challenging products to say, hey, I'm going to build an online store because I I work with um, product-based businesses and, and service as well. And I think even people shipping small items like a book or something find the logistics quite challenging. So love that you just decided, look, we're going to make a way. <laughs> and even I was sort of early on when you were shipping to Western Australia, because that's a whole nother ball game to get it across the whole country. But it was so streamlined and it worked so well. And yeah, I don't think it took very long either, which was quite amazing for getting products across the country as well. Yeah. Well, we now have a team set up in WA in Perth. So it's even yeah, a team on the ground who will personally deliver it and ballet, which is something we weren't able to offer you at the time, Jess, but you were an early adopter, so we appreciate you supporting our business. Oh, that's so amazing. So because you owned multiple Pilates studios before you started this business, were you manufacturing your own beds beforehand or did you see this as an opportunity to also manufacture beds for your studio but also sell them? No, we definitely weren't in the retail manufacturing game then. You know, we used a local retailer at the time for those studios and had a couple of different bed styles, very similar to our rental bed and our studio bed. They were the two beds that we did have in our six studios. So tried and tested. We know that they stand up to, you know, 40, 50 classes a week in those kind of settings. And, you know, I'm very familiar when I'm programming for our classes on our on-demand app and so forth. So that was definitely one of the bigger parts for us coming out of the gym, the the studio business, and then into being a retailer is being able to find the right manufacturer, the quality control of the beds, making sure that they look aesthetically pleasing given it's a home product. And we know people are really obviously, you know, rightly so precious about the styling of their home and, and how it suits. And it's something that, you know, it's a big investment for people. So wanting a product that they're going to be super proud of and that's going to last a really, really long time is important. So that was definitely part of that R&D process coming out of, yeah, running a studio to then actually being being a retailer. Yeah, that's huge because I've been to a lot of Pilates studios and the attention to detail, firstly, that it is white and beautiful light-coloured wood, the one that I've got anyway, I love that because mostly you see black or metal or things like that. So it just brings a beautiful feminine element in that style. But these small attention to details, like the hand straps have such soft material on the inside and there's so many just little pieces that you've just put so much care into designing as well. Yeah, no, thank you for uh, appreciating those little items. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that was a benefit from, you know, running the studios for six years to go, what do you like, what do you don't like as a user and as an instructor? Yeah. So are you still running all the six studios plus the online business? Definitely not, no. So we were fortunate enough to be in a position to sell our chain clubs um, at the start of last year, uh, February 2021. So had a little bit of a break. I was pregnant with Noah, um, our second, our youngest, and then we were sort of working on this concept in the background 
um, probably would have taken a little longer. We literally launched a month month after having Noah. <laughs> so in an ideal world, we would have taken a little longer, but lockdown got extended here in Melbourne and we thought, you know what, people need this, specifically in Melbourne and Victoria. We need to kind of get this off the ground as soon as possible, so pushed hard to, to launch given the time and what was going on. Incredible. So being a mum of two, running an incredible business, how do you manage your time? Checklists are my best friends and you need to have the support around you. So I'm fortunate I work with my husband, Ben. So, you know, we're aligned with business goals, family goals. So he's an amazing support for me. I'm lucky enough to have family around me and I would say that one of my strengths is that I am a fast-moving type person. I am that type A personality, so I'm very good at execution. So in terms of it comes naturally to me to prioritise, but I still need my list. So, you know, I'll have my list and I'll be ticking them off. And lists aren't just business, they're things for home, they're what the kids need. And for me, and it's still a learning process, it's, it's still a developmental, I guess, for me to stay present in whatever it is that I'm focusing on at that point in time. So each day, you know, I want to make sure that, yes, I'm busy, but I've had some quality time with my kids that I can go to bed at night and go, okay, I'm comfortable with the time that I've had with them and that, you know, I feel that I have been a good mum that day. And then the same goes with yeah. time with And then importantly, time for myself because if you have your own cup, then you aren't going to be able to bring your best to who else needs you around you. And that's been one of my greatest journeys so far. Is, and, and this is part of it really as well is, you know, having a bed at home and therefore making time to, you know, move and um, stretch and breathe and be quiet and not talk to anyone or whatever it might be, you know, because that's, that's super important to be able to juggle everything that's coming at you. Yes. So, because you are such an action taker, you just get in and do it. I feel like I'm very similar in that way. It's like, I've got an idea. Let's just take it to the ground. But what tip would you have for someone who maybe has an idea or who's wanting to make that pivot or just any advice to someone in business? Like I said, you don't want to have any regrets. So, you know, you'll regret it if you don't give it a go. But I guess it's really about doing your research and what are the key things you need to get started and can you do them yourself? Do you need help? Do you need to bring some people into the fold to help you get there? And then just going with it, nothing needs to be perfect, particularly particularly at the start, as long as, like I said, that attitude and that mindset about being open to learning and developing and constantly improving so, you know, there's always going to be your first iterator, iteration, your second iteration, your third and fourth and so forth. Like, for example, where, you know, we're only a year in, but we're about to reskin our website um, and uplift that because, you know, that it was great when we launched and there's things that we've learned along the way that now need improvements. So you need to expect that things will change and evolve and that you'll constantly need to be investing into it. And I don't just mean financially investing, I mean, you know, time whatever the case may be but that it's incredibly rewarding when you do something that you know you're passionate about or that you've been wanting to do and that satisfaction of it 
And I'll say the other thing as well is as scary as it is to start your own business, the flexibility it provides you is so incomparable to anything else. I mean, as a mum, for example, you know, I can I can go and leave and pick my kids up from care and or if they're sick, which is, you know, happening a lot at the moment, obviously, everywhere, you know, I don't have to stress too much about the fact that I've got an, a, an employer that I need to say, I'm sorry, my kids are sick today, I need to stay home. You know, it is what it is, I stay home and I can be available for certain things for work because that's the beauty of modern day now that we're available on our phones and laptops and so forth if urgent stuff come up but that priority of obviously being a mum first and foremost is there and I've got that flexibility and running your own business gives you that flexibility. Yes I think a lot of people over the last few years have seen the freedom that you can create from business and it's something that I talk to a lot is building a business that allows you to have that freedom and do things that you love outside of business but also have that passion in business But what I'm also seeing is that a lot of people misunderstand freedom, meaning not working. And so I know that you obviously have that freedom, that beautiful time with your kids, but I know that you're damn working. (laughs) I know that you're getting shit done in the background as well. So how do you juggle that in terms of, cool, I get to have freedom, but I've also got big goals. That's the big question, isn't it, Jess? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do sit down on my laptop and I do some work at 7.30 at night while after I've got the kids in bed because I've not had a day in the office and I've got some catching up to do. Or it does spill into weekends every now and then and, and so forth. So, yeah, it's definitely not a nine-to-five, clock-on, clock-off situation, absolutely. But I think the key is, is like you said, is is when you're doing something that you're passionate about and you enjoy, you don't mind it. And I guess it's still about prioritizing and making sure that you're allocating time for the other things you need in life so that you can have some kind of a balance. And don't get me wrong, there's periods of time where that's going to shift and skew to different ways. So if you've got certain deadlines or you've got a sale that's about to come up or, for example, I think I told you before we started that I was filming over the last three days over the weekend, but I only do that every couple of months. So the ebbs and flows of of life that you've kind of got to be able to not fight it and go with it. And I think when you are passionate about, about what you're doing, you're feeling rewarded by it, then it doesn't feel so much like work and you're happy to show up for it. But, yeah, it is important to find that balance. And I think the difference when you're when it's your own baby, you've got your own goals, it's a different level of motivation. And generally speaking, the reward for it is far greater. Yes. And I think the key that I've taken from a lot of what you've said today is having that focus or that presence. Like when you're working, you're working. When you're with the kids, with the kids. And I personally don't think multitasking works either. So it's like you've got to because otherwise you're spreading your energy so thin and you're not really present anywhere at the same time and you can get so much done in an hour of focused time versus 10 hours of unfocused time so yeah you can have it all it's just like choosing what other priorities on whichever days definitely I think goals is a big part of it I mean to go back to your question, if you're just starting a business and, and having some set goals and KPIs in mind that you're working towards is crucial and being able to kind of allocate what responsibilities you're looking after, what someone else might be looking after and so forth so that you don't get 
too bogged down with every little nitty gritty thing. Yes. Okay. You really are paving the path for so many women, not just to look after themselves and find time for themselves and get to enjoy their beautiful Pilates and exercise and build their health. But it's so inspiring hearing your journey and how you've mixed your personal life and your business and made a way to make it happen amongst all of that, amongst the lockdowns, amongst the challenges in all of that. It's amazing to just see and cannot wait to see what is next. So is there a next? Is there a goal or is it all happening behind the scenes? No, there's definitely a next. There's definitely some ambitious plans for us. We're starting to tap into the commercial market now and having a commercial offering. So stay tuned for that. Like I said, we're reskinning our website, relaunching that. We're launching a merchandise line. So that's exciting. That'll be coming out in the next couple of months. So that's performer mats and weight bands and duty bands and then incorporating them in our programs. You know, I think challenges and things like that, a way that we can keep engaging our community and like-minded people to keep moving and be motivated and progress within their own workouts and so forth or lives. And then, you know, we've just spent the last 12 months expanding across Australia and now we're looking to go across oceans. So, yeah, exciting. Amazing. So many big things happening. Can I wait to see where it is in just the next month or two? (laughs) There's so many exciting things happening, but it's been incredible hearing about your journey so far. And thank you so much for sharing that all with us today. Thank you, Jess. It's been great to chat to you. You too. Thanks, Emma. Speak soon.